Hey guys, welcome back to my podcast. Um, I didn't expect for myself to do a podcast right now, but I am in the middle of um, the parking lot. I'm actually by Starbucks parking lot right now by Target. I got myself some Chick-fil-A because Homegirl's been going through it lately. And I think um, it's just, I think it's just me being the most Leo person that I am because sometimes I am not the easiest person to get to understand you if that makes sense um so I guess this podcast episode is basically about my mental health and what's been going on lately and how I get through it or try to get through it and stuff but don't mind me munching because I really am hungry. I have not eaten. Like, I haven't eaten really. I just really haven't eaten lately, to be honest with you. And I feel like I just feel like I I talk a lot better when I am (laughs) eating. I think that's like everybody, but you know what I mean? Um, I went to get some Chick-fil-A because... I was craving, and I told myself I wasn't going to go get some until, like, a month or two months later, but I noticed the the drive-through, the drive-through line wasn't that long, but I was not going to sit in my car and waste my gas just to, to get some nuggets, but if I were you, I would literally go inside Chick-fil-A because it literally took, like, 10 minutes for me. Anyways, my mental health. Um, I've struggled a lot with my mental health, like, for a very long time. And I used to talk a lot about it back then. And I don't know if. If I don't, I mean, honestly, I've been going through a lot of shit lately. And not it's not because of just me not wanting to be where I am or I, I am not okay with where I am in life. But I've been struggling with my mental health ever since I was a cop. I was a child. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to be so ugly when I listen to it. But I've been struggling with my mental health ever since I was a child. And I don't show it. And I'm really good at not showing it. Because I put on this facade that everything is okay. I'm always okay. I'm always happy. I, I'm so independent. I get through so much shit by myself. And believe me, I have been through a lot. And I can say that I'm really proud of who I've become and how I've handled things, but I was not always like this. Um, I was not always proud of who I was. I didn't like how I handled things, and I still don't like the way I handle things, because I'm going to be honest with you and tell you that 
I'm still a little bit toxic. And I think my mental health and like the childhood trauma that I've been through and how my past relationships have put a toll on me. And I think that's why I've become toxic. And as much as I don't want to be, I am. And I have no excuse for it. Like I always use my past trauma and my past relationship as an excuse to be the way that I am but in reality I am just that way because I took some traits from it when I told when I tell you that I've been through shit I really have been I think this podcast I'm just talking out of my ass for I don't know how long I'll end up talking about this, but I suffered depression, anxiety for as long as I can remember. I think it all started when I was a kid and my parents split up. I think that's when it started at all and then things started to build up. You know, my parents split up at a very young age. I was, I think, six, going on six, and my brother was about, I don't know, I think three. I mean, we're three years apart. I think three or four years apart. But we... I did not handle it very well only because I didn't know what I was ha- what was happening and I didn't know if I was able to save their marriage. I grew up blaming myself because of the separation because I was in it. I was part of the reason why they separated. So I think because my dad used to, and I'm not, I'm in no way shaming my dad at all because I love him to death and he and I have come a long way. But at a point in time, I really did have a certain feeling towards him. Um, so when my dad and I moved here from the Philippines, I was um about to turn five so we left my mom and my brother at home um you know a couple months in or maybe yeah a couple months in I guess my dad met somebody and you know he would use me to go out of the house take me everywhere with him and you know the girl and she also had her own kid so at that point I was like I was clueless I didn't know what was happening and stuff so I thought that was just a friend and I was like oh my gosh I made a friend and mind you I was literally six years old five six years old and I did not know shit about cheating and all that stuff So, I think it clicked to me when 
I saw them kiss for the first time. And in my head, I'm like, that's not my mom. Who is she? But I didn't know how to approach it. So months went on, maybe like a year. My mom, my dad and I made a year here in Hawaii. And so I guess my mom kind of found out. I don't know the whole entire story, but I guess I just know enough and I don't want to know more because I'm like already old enough and I just, it just triggers me a lot. But my dad and I and the whole family went back to the Philippines. My dad and mom got married and I thought everything was great. Next thing you know, we come back from the Philippines and here's my dad and the girl that he's cheating on my mom with together again. And I thought, I was like, huh, this is confusing. Like, I didn't know what the hell happened. You know, like, are you guys friends? What are you guys? But you just got married to my mom. And I thought everything was great, you know, and things were so good. And my dad and I just just went about our lives. And I was like, you know what? This is not my problem to begin with. I'm going to let him deal with this on his own. And then years went on. Well, not years went on, but maybe a year or two later, I suddenly have a sister. <sighs> and I think most of my friends and my most of my followers know who that sister is because I used to talk about my sisters with my friends and I did not like her at all. My sister that I love now, I mean, of course, that's my sister, but the sister that I have thought I hated back then, I love. I love her now. Like, it took a while for me to get to that point where I can say, oh, I love her and I don't ever want anything bad to happen to her. But until I found out I had a sister, I was like, huh? Like, I'm confused. I have, I, I only have one brother and now he's in the Philippines. Where did this come from, you know? And until I realized my dad and my mom aren't together anymore. So I was like, you know, trying to blame myself. Like, why did this happen? Like, what did I do? Or did I do this? Like, should I have told my mom about this? You know? But I was a child. I didn't know what, I didn't know how to go about things. So, stepmom gives birth and all that stuff. She ends up coming to the house. Um, my, my auntie guys and my grandma guys babysit her. And I kid you not, I did not, <laughs> I did not want to touch this girl. Like, I, did not want to carry her. I did not want to look at her. I didn't even want to be in the same room as her. And that's how much of a petty person I am. And that's how much I hated her. Like, I know that's not supposed to be how it is. But I mean, I, I know I'm not that. I know that's not how it's supposed to be. But that's how I acted upon it. And I feel responsible that I didn't get to tell my mom about everything that was happening and that I was part of the reason why they weren't together anymore
but I really, I really hated my sister. Like I, there were times where she would sit up and we had carpets back then in the house. She learned how to sit up, right? <laughs> I, I still had some hatred with her, but I wasn't going to be that mean. So I put like a pillow behind her and then I pushed her back so her head could hit the pillow just to make her cry because I hated her. <laughs> I look back at it now and I'm just like, man, you're such a petty girl. Like I, I know I'm petty now, but I didn't realize I could be that petty back then. And that's one reason why I'm, I suffered a lot with, you know, my mental health because I always felt like it was my fault with some things. Fast forward to mm, high school. Um, high school was a different story. And I don't like talking about it. But I think I've talked about it enough to where I'm comfortable with saying it. And comfortable in... explaining what happened but I was a freshman and um I was raped from a guy that I just didn't think would do that to me I was a freshman he was a senior I didn't know what a boyfriend was at that time um but I started to date him because my you know I met him by my teammate I played volleyball in my high school career and that's how we met because he was a football player and he got my number from the sister and you know he started texting me and all that stuff and I was like okay cool like somebody likes me like somebody older likes me maybe I should you know like just try it out Worst decision I've ever made in my life. I suffered severe trauma and severe depression because of this guy. Not only did he take the most important thing that I didn't want to lose. He used to hit me. He used to like pushed me against the wall or the fence and he would be such a dick to me that it really put it it really put a toll on me like I was damaged and I don't know how I even got out of that situation like one day I'm I'm over here with cops putting a TRO on him and next thing you know not with him anymore and it took a while for me to leave that situation to be honest because he did not want me to leave him I swear to God he did not want me to leave him um but yeah that's one thing to contribute my mental health and also Sometimes being in a toxic household really does put a toll on you. 
like you're constantly wanting validation from your family or your the people that you live with you want to constantly do so good that you end up losing yourself in the process and I don't know how bad like I don't know when and how bad it got but I really just felt like I was alone I was doing so much for so many people that I felt like I was not validated my feelings were never validated and I don't know how to approach the the situation like I wanted to confront them like I I don't know what made them treat me this way and I know that it's um generational thing it's a generational thing in the Filipino household but it really does suck to be in a traditional household like they're so stuck into a traditional ways of raising kids but I don't think they understand how much trauma it put me through because I was constantly wanting to be enough like I felt like I was never enough to anybody to them and and it wasn't just family it was like you know like my friends or my boyfriend like I I always felt like I was never good enough because I was never felt good enough like they never really made me feel like I was good enough at home or to just anything like in in any aspect of my life I was never felt good enough they always like criticize every little thing I did to what I wore to how I talked to how I to how how I lived my life and sometimes I just wanted to run away and I still do feel like that right now like I feel like I really want to run away but I have so much things that I need to take care of before I can really put my foot down and just say I need to go and I need to get out of this toxic household but what I grew up in it was never always rainbows and sprinkles I always had to eat what they cooked or I could not be picky I had to do this I had to do that. I had to do good in school or else you'll get kicked out. I I didn't have I couldn't have a boyfriend unless my grades were really good or I just couldn't go out unless I have a I have a curfew or they didn't have my friend's number so I couldn't go out. It was so scary to the point where sometimes I'm almost embarrassed to talk about things like these but it was so bad to the point where I used to cut. I used to slice my wrists. I used to want to take pills just to go to sleep and not wake up. It's scary. And I don't want 
to sound crazy or I don't want to sound broken, but parts of me, I am broken. And I'm still trying to piece myself back together because of all the trauma that I've been through. There are times where I did not want to leave. Like, I mean, I did not want to live. I wanted to leave so bad that I used substances to escape the reality of what I was living in. I used to take, like, pills to put me to sleep. Like, you know, those sleeping pills or whatever? Like, I would take five at a time. I know it's bad, and I know it's more than what you should take, but that's how much of a broken person I was. Like, I I didn't know how to deal with life anymore. I was just so broken, and I was like... I didn't know what I could do to myself at one point. Everything was good after 2010. Until I graduated high school. I wanted to pursue a degree in graphic designing because I was really good at it in high school and I wanted to pursue it. I wanted to go to the mainland, go to college, you know, like make something out of myself. But they didn't allow me to. My, my family didn't allow me to. It's because We don't have the money to put you through school. You have to find a way to pay for your own school, your own college tuition. Unless you stay here, then we'll help you out. (laughs) Isn't that crazy? (laughs) they didn't want me to go because they didn't have money but told me to stay and then they'll help me like how is that okay how is not allowing your child's dream to go do what they want okay And because I wanted to please them so much, I stayed. My dumb ass stayed. When I could have just left the house and said, fuck it, and never come back. I think I'd probably be a lot more stable, or mentally stable, I mean, and a lot more happier. If I just would have left and stayed away. But because that's not who I am... I wasn't going to be disrespectful and do that. But me now, I would. I would leave just for the sake of my mental health. Another part of 
the reason why my mental health is like crazy is my ex-boyfriend. My ex-boyfriend, I was, I have been with him, or I don't, I'm not with him anymore, but I was with, with this guy for almost four years, and I think I stayed way too long, more than I should have. I'm going to tell you right now, I regret that thing. Regret that relationship. I honestly should not have even... Should not have talked to him at all. Anyways. He... Honestly made me feel... Very, very insecure. He was so mean to me at some points that I felt like I was dating a child. Like, he did not know how to cook very well. He did not know how to... He just didn't know how to treat me right. Whenever we would fight, he would yell at me. And I would cry because that's how... Because that's how it was for me when I was growing up, you know? Like, people would yell at me, I would cry, and I would just shut down. He would make me feel so stupid and... I would just allow him to do that to me. Because at one point I did love him. Up to the point where he cheated on me. He cheated on me with a coworker. And he swears that she was just a friend. You know, that shit. <laughs> no. I listened to my gut instincts and just, I just, I just listened. I was like, no, I know something's going to come up sooner or later. So he asks for a break, right? He asks me for a break for two weeks. Do you need to give me a timeline? Honestly. You probably could have just told me. I need a break. To go fuck another girl. For two weeks. And then I'll come back. But you know. What he did. He said I need a break. While he was already fucking her. I need a break for two weeks. I'll talk to you when I'm ready. <laughs> so I was like, okay, whatever. So you know, when that break comes back, breaks up with me. I'm over here like, what the fuck just happened? Everything was so good. But 
then this happened. It's like, what the fuck did I do wrong, you know? And at that point, I didn't know what was going on until someone told me what he was doing behind my back. So I was like, oh, okay. And that's when I knew, I was like, I can't be with this guy. Like, as much as I love him, I want to stay with him, but I don't know if I could. I'd be like, I don't know if I could trust him. And um, when it came down to it, my my dumbass took him back. <laughs> really don't know why I did that. Because looking at it, looking back at it now, I wish I hadn't. Because I lost feelings for him quickly as that. But that's just how it was. And that's just a gist of what I've been going through or what led up to my mental health issues. And um, stay tuned for the next episode because it's a part two in this in this one, um, the next one is going to be how I overcame it or how am I dealing with it. But, yeah. Thanks for listening. I hope you guys enjoyed my podcast episode.